Welcome to the Faith Christian Fellowship of Montego Bay's podcast. We are reaching for His glory through building and teaching. I hope you are encouraged and edified by this message. We have heard about faith in this church before, and uh, I'm sure elsewhere. Faith is not a new topic. Faith is something that people, ministers have preached all over the world. In fact, some people feel that it is one of the easiest topics to, 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 to preach, to teach. So, you know, if they're not sure what to teach, they're struggling, they just go ahead and teach faith. But faith is not really that simple. And this morning, as we talk about the faith account, I am trusting the Lord to stir faith, new levels of faith in your spirit. Faith is very much at today's reality. Faith is not for the past, and faith is not about something to come. Of course, those are included, but more importantly, faith is now. Amen? Faith is now. So Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 says, now faith is the substance. What? No faith. Not when you grow in God and after you're serving him 20 years and after the pastor has left and you take over. No, no faith. Today, I am telling you that whatever your circumstances are, there is no faith. You can stand in faith today. Faith is a today's reality. Faith is one of the keys of the kingdom. Jesus told Peter, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. The Bible did not introduce faith as an idea. Faith is a requirement for the believer. So it's not a good thing to add faith to the package of your Christian life. It is a requirement. And we will explore the scriptures on that. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Which tells you it is a requirement. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. Now, if you're serving him and not pleasing him, what's the sense? So faith is a requirement because to please God, means that you will see the favor of God in your life, the hand of God. You can call on him anytime. The Bible tells us, grieve not the Holy Spirit. So if you're going to not grieve him and please him, it requires faith. It is impossible to please him without faith. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In Romans chapter 14, verse 23, the Bible says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Now oh, that's pretty clear. Whatever is not of faith is sin. And then there are four scriptures, verses, four verses across the Bible. Uh, Habakkuk 2, 4. Romans chapter 1, verse 17. Hebrews 10, 38. And Galatians 3 verse 11, all speaks 
uh, speak to the same thing. They all say that the just shall live by faith. The just or the righteous. That's how the righteous live. Remember, Abraham was a righteous man and he was the father of faith. The just shall live by his faith. So we understand there that faith is a requirement. It is not an idea or a suggestion. It is a requirement. If you are going to experience even moderate success in your life, there are giant steps that you will have to take along the way. And those giant steps cannot happen in your own strength. You will burn up if you take those giant steps by yourself. The only way that you can successfully take those giant steps is when you take them by faith in God. And so it's important to build your faith account. I have taken some giant steps in my personal life. And when I look back, I, I wondered what, what, what I was thinking. But then realized that I was trusting God. It is only possible. Certain steps to your destiny is only possible by faith. I came to live in Montego Bay when I was 18 years old. No relative. I didn't know any of you that time to come to my rescue in case of it, in case of anything. And that is against the background of living a pretty sheltered life with my mother. I didn't have to do anything up until that point. All I needed to do was eat my dinner and do whatever. I, I didn't, I, I never cooked before. I never paid rent or utility or anything. I just used to go to school and come home and eat my dinner. Eat, get my breakfast to go to school. I didn't prepare even breakfast to go to school or anything like that. I didn't wash my clothes. I didn't even wash clothes. At 18 years old, I came into Montego Bay and realized that I had to take on all of that and more. In addition to that, going to Bible school and working, I started understanding what Abraham did when he left his homeland. You're out of your mind. But it was by faith. God saw me. At 22 years old, I went on my first mission trip, the first time I was traveling by aircraft, and it was in Africa by myself. I look back and I'm saying, what were you doing? I didn't have anybody there to call on when I go to Africa. I didn't know anybody in Africa at that time. And I'm traveling from Montego Bay to Miami, from Miami to London, from London to South Africa, and then South Africa to Botswana. I, I don't know if I've been inside the airport before that. Giant step. But the amount of mission trips that has come out of that can't even count in the over 30 countries. The faith account requires giant steps. And those giant steps can only happen in God. And I want to read from Hebrews chapter 11 and show you that 
there is something that is always happening. It's just that we don't quite see it sometimes. But in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17, that your destiny, your progress, growth, building your life have to be by faith if you're going to be successful. So look at this. We talk about Father Abraham. Abraham was so successful but that both the Muslims and the Christians claim him as father. Of course, he was the father of Isaac and Ishmael. And of course, you know, Ishmael is the father of the Arabs, or most the Muslims. And Isaac is the father of the Jews. Now, look at what it says. By faith, it wasn't in his own strength. It wasn't about Abraham's hair being straight and God's, God favored him or, or, or anything like that. It was by faith. By faith. Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Oh, we read that story. <laughs> we, we Lord Abraham and all of that. But what you did realize is that it was by faith, the same faith that you're called to live by, the same faith account that you should build by faith. Abraham offered up Isaac, of whom it was said, In Isaac, your seed shall be called. So, as we have said before, the future of the promise that God made with Abraham was hanging on the life of Isaac. It was in Isaac that it seed would be remembered, they called, and he's given up his future, was by faith. Next verse. Concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him, in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. He didn't know everything that was ahead, but by faith, he spoke the word of the Lord as he was inspired by God. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of his sons, of the sons of Joseph, and worshiped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, so all these things that we read about in the Bible that these great men did wasn't because God just picked them out and said, I love you more than everybody else. You are so special that I'm just going to do some things. They had to embrace their future in God by faith. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. Now, that is much bigger than just reading and, and passing through your mind because Israel was in Egypt for over 10 generations. Uh, for over 400 years, about 430 to be exact. But here is this man prophesying that, yeah, although Israel has been in Egypt for over 400 years, they are going to be leaving. You see, sometimes when you don't see it in your lifetime, it's not easy to embrace. So it was by faith that he declared it. I remember 
about 1991, Nelson Mandela came to Jamaica. And I remember these words, I think it was at the National Stadium. And at that time, South Africa was locked in apartheid. And he said, South Africa will be free in my lifetime. And this guy was about 72 years old when he came out of prison, spending about 27 years of his life in prison. 72, he probably knew he didn't have many, many years to go, but by faith, South Africa will be free. Not just, and he didn't stop there, he said, in my lifetime. What are you declaring by faith? No, rule. Next verse. Look at this. By faith, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses was hidden three months by his parents. I think there's a big lesson in that that we need to take. By faith, as parents, you have to hide your children at certain stage. Many parents have not done a good job at that. It was by faith. Moses' parents saw his future by faith, and they hid him by faith. By faith, if you are a parent today, I'm speaking to you, future parents. By faith, you need to hide your children from certain things at certain stage. It is not every aunt and every uncle that you can send them to spend some holidays with. I don't care if they're buying the ticket or not. You have to hide them children by faith. If you're relationship, your marriage, fail. Your children, especially at certain age, should not have to bear that burden. You shouldn't pour out everything on them. You shouldn't explain every detail that, oh, your father left or your mother left and this and that and allow them to carry that burden at 7 and 10 and 12 and 14 years old. By you need to hide them. Some of our children has grown to be what they are today because they were not hidden by their parents. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents, good parents. And watch this. I want to point out again. It was by faith that they So the, 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 the mother carefully put him in that basket on the river and by faith was believing that there would be some intervention to spare his life. She didn't just put him on there to sail down the river and that he would die without her seeing. She was believing, they were believing for some supernatural intervention. The same thing, you remember when Jesus was born, how Mary and Joseph had to take the, the, uh, by night to go and hide Jesus. It's a little child. 
talking about the faith account. It's important. You know, research has shown that as the church, we lose most of our youngsters when they go to college and university. Today, I want to thank God. I want to say that by faith, Daniel Deans completed university and is still serving the Lord. By faith, Carly Howe completed university and is still serving the Lord. By faith, Gabriel Deans completed university and is still serving the Lord. By faith, Tamika Martin completed university and is still serving the Lord. And by faith, Olivia J. Gibbs, Jamal Perry, Tahila, and complete university and still serve the Lord. And all the rest that I didn't call, Javon, and all of them that are going to university, by faith, they will complete and still serve the Lord. By faith, Moses, when he was come to age, Refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He refused to partner with what was not chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God and to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. It is by faith that we're going to be able to embrace the journey ahead of us. Some of us has been thrown in the deep end as repairer of the bridge. We have had to assume responsibility for our, our family. In other words, you are the go-to person in the family. Everybody call on you for support in one way or the other, whether money or prayer or whatever. And we're saying that by faith, you will be able to successfully run the race and carry out that responsibility. You were growing up, maybe your aunt or your mother or somebody else had carried that responsibility. But maybe they are no more today in this life uh, or they are old and can't carry. And that responsibility has somewhat been transferred to you by faith. We believe God strengthened you and equipped you so you can run that race and win. By faith, some of us leave poverty, lack. By faith, some of us are millionaires. I receive it by faith. It is by faith. And these days we can't even stay a millionaire because all things are going. So we transition to millionaire by faith. I want to remind you that faith is acting on what you believe. And if you don't believe in God, then you can't demonstrate faith in God. If you believe in God, but you don't act on your belief, you won't activate your faith in God. So, if you believe, you need to act. Faith is acting on what you believe. Remember the story in St. Mark chapter 5, and I think from about verse 25, with the woman with the issue of blood. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather do worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. 
For she said, look at what she said. If I, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be well. So she believed that if she could touch his clothes, she would be well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. She believed that if she could touch the hem of his garment, and the hem represents authority in those days. It wasn't just touching him, but that there were what you call tassels at the end of the garment, and it represented the authority of the Messiah. So by connecting with that, she was connected with the authority of God. And she believed if she touched it, she would be made up. But she didn't just stay in a corner and hope that it happened. She acted on that belief. She pressed to go and touch the hem of his garment. So she believed and she acted on that belief to touch it. And, and she touched Jesus and Jesus immediately knowing, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? The disciples said to him, come on, Jesus. You see so many, much, so much people, multitude thronging you. And you said, who touched you? A lot of people are, are boxing on you, touch here. But Jesus said, no. He looked around to see her who had done this thing. Because he knew what happened? But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, he said, your faith. Remember, faith is acting on what you believe. She believed if she could touch his garment, she would be made out. She acted on that belief. And Jesus called that process faith. So he said, your faith. Faith is acting on what you believe. Your faith has made you well. Your faith will make you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. I want to remind you that when Jesus taught faith, Mark chapter 11 was one of those classic teaching on faith. He cursed the fig, fig tree. The fig tree dried up from the roots. The next morning they were passing he and his disciples and they saw it was dried up. And Peter called to attention and said, look, master, the fig tree that you cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering said, have faith in God. Was his answer. Have faith in, in God. Have faith in God. I want to remind you that your faith should be in God. People say, but can you have faith in anything else? You know, Paul wrote one time in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. And he said, I did not come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and power, so that your faith would not stand in the wisdom of man. So it's possible to have your faith in the wisdom of man. I did not come that way so that your faith would be in the wisdom of man, but rather in the power of God. You, your faith can be in money. You, your faith can be in the wisdom of men. Your faith can be in the world system. Have faith in God. I want to remind you that we live in the earth realm. And therefore manifestations in 
the earth realm are important to us so that we can relate to certain kingdom realities. So yes, whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, but manifestations in the earth realm are important to us. So the ability to transfer stuff from the realm of the heaven to the realm of earth requires faith because you are believing that things that you can't see will be manifested in the realm that you can see. It requires faith for that transfer to take place. And if you can't enable those kinds of transfer in your life, then your life is going to just be earthbound in the sense that there are no deposits from heaven coming into your life. So it's going to be naturally inspired all the way. And if there is no supernatural inspiration, you're not going to be able to take the faith steps that you need to take. Because you see, faith is not naturally inspired. It is supernaturally inspired. So it, it's not going to be inspired by your intellect. And so faith is what enables those transfers to be possible. In St. Mark 9, verse 23, it says, If thou canst believe, Jesus said to them, If you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. Do you believe this morning? If you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. I really believe that what register in some people's mind when they read this scripture and hear this scripture is that once you are a believer, your miracle is sure to arrive in your life. But that's not what it is really saying. It, it says, if you believe all things are possible, possible, possible. So possible means that it can be achieved. It can happen. It can happen. But just because it is possible does not mean it is going to happen. It is by faith. You have to make it happen. The platform is set for it to happen. But if you stand here and don't do anything, like the woman with the issue of blood, it was possible. But if she was to keep quiet, I'm not the kind of person I love to force up myself and dress and let people see me and all that kind of stuff. I, I just I just take my corner and if he if he passes by then. You know, reach out and touch the Lord as he passes by. No, you, you've got to put your faith in action. Possible does not mean that it is guaranteed to happen. It's like what, what the weather people call uh, a flash flood watch and a flash flood warning. So the, the flash flood watch is that flooding is possible, it may occur. The flash flood warning says that it is happening or it is going to happen. It's the difference. So if they said we're on a flash flood warning, 
It might not be happening now, but it is going to happen. Possibility is that it can happen. That, that's the watch. But when you put faith in the mix, you can make it happen. Possibility, as I said, is not imminent. It doesn't mean that it is certain. So God wants you to use your faith to turn possibilities into reality, to transform. And sometimes faith is an instant, sometimes it is a process, but even if you extended your faith today and that thing did not happen, you still cannot give up. You still extend your faith tomorrow and the next day, and you still declare and sow another seed again as a point of connection. You have to be unrelenting. Some of the things that you need to move from possibility column to reality column, you're going to have to uh, take a break from other people and do fasting and prayers and believe God. And you have to set your face like a flint and make sure that in the spirit, you march into devil's territory and say, you are not going to have my stuff, devil. Because I serve the Lord. Your faith, you're not going to progress. The way you ought to without the faith account. I don't care how much money you have. There are some things that money can't buy. It requires the favor of the Lord. I've been in many situations where I have the money, but it requires the favor of the Lord. By faith. So I want you to keep your faith account active, knowing that those that are with us are for those that are against us. We thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and have a great day. You may contact us by email at fcfmontegobay at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at fcfmobay and on Facebook at fcfmontegobay.